Pack your bags, it's time to visit Las Vegas, America's capital for fun and entertainment. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Hello again and welcome to Vegas Never Sleeps. I'm Stephen Maggi. Today we'll find out how you can learn how to cook great Indian food from a world-renowned chef. You'll meet one of the great funny men in Vegas, as comedian George Wallace will join us, and you'll hear the story of one of the finest athletes in Las Vegas history. All that, plus your Vegas insider Scott Robin explains the dreaded resort fee. When you visit Las Vegas, there's cuisines from all over the world. And what better thing, as people are getting more into cooking at home and so forth, to kind of learn how to cook one of those cuisines, one of the ones that... There's a lot of misconceptions about that we'll talk about is Indian food. People love it. They don't know how to cook it. They're kind of afraid of it. But we've got the person for you to talk about. One of the best chefs there is in the Indian cuisine. His name is Chef Tarun Kapoor, and he works for Urban Turban, which is at Las Vegas. Of course, you can get it. Uh, we'll give you the address on Paradise Road. Well, Chef, welcome to the show. wanted to ask you, first of all, don't you think there is kind of a conception? I think a lot of people feel that Indian food's going to be hard to do or they got spices that you just can't get, that kind of thing. Uh, well, yes, you're very, very right when you say people don't know about the Indian food. And my whole idea of doing these cooking classes is to make people more aware about what they are eating, what they are getting into, and, you know, they are ready to experiment. You know, I mean, it's not that hard as it sounds. It's pretty easy, and once you get hold of it, you know, you uh, you yeah. can you can do wonders. Well, you know, it is great food. Most people really enjoy it. But the problem is, I guess because they're just not part of the average everyday American uh, meal plan. That they just—it's one of these treats that seems far out. So you, your idea is to show that this is something you can take from here, and you can have this whenever you want it at home. It's really not hard to do necessarily, or you know, it's all approachable, available. That's the whole idea. You know, because if you don't know about anything. You perceive it in a very, very different way, you know, which can be good. But yeah, most of the time it's in the it's negative for that thing. And but once you know about something, you know, you're ready to try it out, you know, and recommend it to others as well. And I guess Indian food is coming out, and uh, more and more people are willing to uh, try it out. And we've been getting a lot of repeat customers, which is a very, very good sign that yes, we are, you know, we are moving in the right track. You know, this is what it shows when you get repeat customers, that yeah. you are moving in the right track. Absolutely. And there's a certain advantage in Las Vegas in that if you will get repeat uh, customers and so forth, the competition is so great that that says a lot about the restaurant and so forth. And, you know, I was looking at your background. I'd like you to talk a little about that. I mean, uh, you went to a place which they say in India is uh, very prestigious, the Institute of Hotel Management, PUSA. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. What is yes, you are pronouncing it correctly. It's called the PUSA, New Delhi. Uh, the, the name of the institute is PUSA, mm -hmm. and it's in the capital, the New Delhi. And uh, that's the, the best college for the culinary arts in the, all across India. And, um, you know, I graduated from that school. And after graduating from that school, I had the uh, honor, I should say, to work in the, one of the prestigious hotel chains. It's like... Um, uh, the, the leading hotel chain of India, it's called the Taj Group of Hotels. Mm -hmm. And uh, I worked at uh, their property, their premium property in Delhi. It is the Taj Palace New Hotel, New Delhi. Yeah, It was one of the largest hotels in Delhi and one of the most premium ones. And we used to do a lot of conference 
and uh, we used to it was it was a very very busy hotel the the scale of operations was huge award winning restaurants michelin star chefs working in those restaurants it was very very great you know and yeah. after that i uh, they posted me to the air catering unit where i was made in charge of um, the upper class kitchen wherein the food for the upper class uh, like the business class and the first class for the all the airlines like the singapore airlines the cathay pacific I yeah. was I was the one who started American Airlines in Delhi as well. So you you come from a place where everybody's cooking this cuisine. So obviously to reach some of the awards you've gotten and so forth puts you at the top of the game. So now you come to Las Vegas in a place where there is food from all over the world, but at the same time, maybe there's not a lot of knowledge about that. Is that kind of what gave you the idea of, of kind of teaching a class, in other words, to let people really know uh, about the cuisine and all you know all the things that you learned to really share that with folks that really are unfamiliar with it. Sure, sure. You know, when we get a lot, uh, when we get people in our restaurant, they might uh, take the suggestion from a waiter and just order anything, have it, like it or dislike it, and then just um, you know give their feedback on Yelp and just walk away. And but my whole idea is to make uh, an engagement between the guest and the chef who's making the food. You know, because there's a big difference in the knowledge which a chef has yeah. and what a, what a server has. You know. A server has very, very limited knowledge about what he is serving. He has knowledge, I mean, but the knowledge is very, very limited to his scope of work. Right. But when you talk to a chef, a person who knows the in and out of that food, particular food, uh, you know, this uh, he he makes that food more interesting. You know, this is the feedback which I have got from my previous classes as well. Let's talk about what this is. So it's Friday nights from five thirty to seven thirty at the Urban Turban. You're going to do all the things we've just been talking about and so forth. But what a great deal for 40 bucks! Not only do you learn all this stuff, but you get to eat some great food, too. I mean, people must love that, even if they decide, well, you know, I don't want to do this type of cooking. It's just got to be a fun thing to at least understand and get to taste all that great food. Of course, it is. It's going to be very, very fun. It's going to be very engaging. I'm going to be inviting the audience to come and help me out and, you know, preparing the dishes. Um are doing the mise en place, like the preparation, the cooking, the stirring, you know. So people people can always ask their doubts, what their uh, concerns are. Like if suppose, um, like if I'm cooking a veg- uh, a chicken dish, this you know this is what I suggest to my people also. Uh, there are two parts of cooking. You know, half is the recipe and half is your creativity. Right, you right. Know? So recipe just gives you an idea about what you exactly are cooking or what exactly you are uh, watching. But then the rest of the thing is, uh, d- d- it depends on your creativity. It's not necessary that you follow the 100% of the recipe. Even if you don't have all the ingredients which are listed in the recipe, even if you miss out one or two ingredients, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. So, so, so these are the things, these are the tips which I always share with my readers. You know, because I believe in whatever knowledge I share with them, it doesn't go down. It it spreads and it grows. Well, let's talk about some of the uh, dishes you make there, because some of the stuff sounds real fun. I'm particularly interested in talking about this, what you call the Royale piece or something, sweet cream and crispy yes. bread pieces. Wow, that sounds good. <laughs> it's basically a, a royal version of the butter chicken, which most of the Americans are familiar with, but it's elevating the butter chicken to a next level. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's the butter sauce, the creamy, smooth, buttery sauce, the red-colored sauce, with cream and cheese, chicken morsels, and uh, these are laced with some uh, edible silver leaf, real edible silver leaf. 
that's what ma- it makes it royal. Wow. Well, that sounds it sounds great. I know by now everybody's like drooling. This sounds great. You can also buy. You know, we were talking about that spice blend. You can buy that there, right? Because that's something that you have that at home. Once you go through these lessons and so forth, you got that with you. You, you can do this pretty much any time. Yes, I'm going to be giving out some samples for the spices which I'm working on. There are some certain spice blends which are very very common in every Indian household, and I would like to see them in every American household as well. You know, and and finally, it's fun. I mean, people can listen to you, and you've got all that passion and excitement about the food. It's it's a fun food, and people. I know you do stuff for corporate groups. Uh, you know, if uh, they call girls' night out or that kind of thing, it's just wonderful for that kind of thing too. And again, it's so affordable. It, it's just uh, it's really a form of entertainment and a skill learning all at the same time. Yes, it is. Cooking classes have always been fun. You see the amount of cooking channels which are on air. You know they are they are growing day by day. So if you get an opportunity to go and meet and see a chef cooking in front of you in Indian food, which is which has never happened in Las Vegas, so why not? It's a um, it's a it's a deal not to be missed out. Okay, well let's tell people where it is. It's Urban Turban. It's at thirty nine hundred Paradise Road. It's open from eleven to three for lunch, six to ten for dinner. And chef, if people want before they head out to Vegas, they want to check you out. Where do we go on the social media out there to find out more about what you're cooking and that kind of what's on the menu and that stuff? Yes, we we open um, as you mentioned the timings, and um, we are available on the social media. All the information is there. We are there on Yelp. And um, we we are very, very active on Facebook, and we keep on updating the recipes. I also post recipe of the week. Mm-hmm. I also give my cooking tips, you know, the dish of the day. And I'm very, we are very, very active on Facebook as well, you know. So if anybody wants to look, look us up, Facebook is the right platform to look us up. Yeah, it's Urban Turban LV. Uh, and the, the, LV dot com. Yeah, yeah, you're doing all sorts of stuff. Hey, chef, thank you so much for being there. I can't wait to drop by and uh, taste some of this stuff. We'll check back with you in a few months and uh, talk about how the response you've gotten from this uh, great these great classes. Sure, thank you so much. Up next, you'll meet comedian George Wallace, who just played at the South Point Casino. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. World-class hotels, dining, gaming, special events, and more. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You may not realize it, but there's a source of renewable energy right in your neighborhood, and you're helping to power it. Today, waste management is using the resources at our disposal to create energy from waste. Enough green energy to power over one million homes. It's an idea we're proud to drive forward. From everyday collection to environmental protection. Think green. Think waste management. Forgotten Heroes, the independent film that Hollywood refused to distribute. They were asked to risk their lives in order to save their enemy. The producers of Forgotten Heroes are donating 25% of all sales to the American Veterans Disabled for Life Memorial Fund. We need someone to go in there and bring them out. From first-time director Jack Marino, the home run for America's Vietnam veterans. They are Forgotten Heroes. Buy the DVD now at ForgottenHeroesTheMovie.com. That's ForgottenHeroesTheMovie.com. 
Are you looking to save money on your prescription medications? Are your prescription costs too high? Are you paying out of pocket for your meds? Or is your copay too high? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, you've got to check out the RX Cut free prescription discount card. And getting your free discount card is easy. All you do is go to the website rxcutdiscounts.com. The free RX Cut prescription discount card allows you to get significant discounts on either brand name or generic prescription medications, and it also works on meds with high copays. There are no fees, no forms, no personal information needed, and the cards are active immediately. Discount cards are also good for the entire family, and they never expire. Again, to get your free discount cards, visit rxcutdiscounts.com. You may get the free discount card either by U.S. mail, email, text, or simply print out the discount card online. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach that does so much more than just business. Logan, do you find that people come to you thinking about business and ended up leaving where it's really about their entire life? That's actually a great question because what I find is that people often come to me and ask, am I a business coach, am I a career coach, am I a life coach? And I say, I don't care what you call me because when you change any part of your life, so if we're talking about your career or your relationship, it's going to change everything. So when we make changes in one part, it touches every part of our life. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing? Sure. You can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you can also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. You may be hearing about people having trouble making mortgage payments and risking losing their homes. Many of them just aren't aware of the options that can prevent foreclosure. There are many options available to homeowners, such as repayment and forbearance plans, loan modifications, and even refinancing. Where does someone go for help? They should talk directly with their lender or a qualified HUD-approved counseling agency. Both can provide helpful information without charging a fee. According to PMI Mortgage Insurance Company, it's not a good idea to pay for services that you can get for free from a lender or a qualified nonprofit counseling agency. To learn more, visit homesafepmi.com or call HUD at 1-800-569-4287 for a counseling agency near you. That's 1-800-569-4287. This message is brought to you by PMI, supporting sustainable home ownership that strengthens communities. We return to Vegas Never Sleeps. Here's Stephen Maggi. With us now is legendary comedian George Wallace, rated one of the top 25 funniest tweeters by Rolling Stone magazine and ranked by Comedy Central as one of the greatest stand-up comics of all time. And I can attest to that, having seen him in Las Vegas. He's great. He's been around for quite some time now. Uh, You've been doing this for a long time, George. What made you decide to put this in your new book, by the way, which is Laugh It Off? It's a great book. What made you decide to put it in writing? I've been doing stand-up comedy for 37 years. Can you believe that? The greatest years of my life. I just wish more people enjoyed what they did for a living. And it's not a job. When you love what you're doing, it's just like, uh, it's just a part of life. Walking out, seeing people, making people laugh. And when I see happy people, it makes me happier. So as Joel Osteen tells stories every day, and I know him 
he comes to my show, so he says, George, you need to write a book. You need to share these stories with the world. And so that's what I did. Yeah, it's great stuff. And, you know, and uh, you've been a funny guy for a long time. I remember seeing you in the se- the late seventies, and it was the name George Wallace. And that, the, the, you know, the Alabama governor was still kind of uh, in the news at that time. You can still remember him. And what what a surprise it was to see you. Did that name help you when you were starting out? Well, it was kind of funny when I started out, and that's what Jerry Seinfeld wrote the books that I don't know. It was kind of funny when he started out now, but he's still doing it. It makes no sense whatsoever. That's what Jerry Seinfeld says. He's an idiot, too, by the way. He's my <laughs> best friend for 37 years, and uh can't get rid of him. Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah. Well, can't he's funny. I, I, he, he loves me so much. I was the best man at his wedding. Can you believe that? Well, that's something. Have you thought about doing the TV route the way uh, he did? Of course, it certainly worked out well for him. Well, I taught him everything he knows, and I do enjoy television, and I tell you what, uh, and I, I, I like, I think life is backwards. I like the career of Red Fox and Rodney Dangerfield. They did it as they got older, and I think now I might be going into television more. But I tell you what, I, the greatest thing in life is a live performance to get on that stage and make people laugh every night. I love it. Well, it's great. I always tell people if they want to go see a show, that's not because people don't like filthy stuff. They're afraid of that. Your stuff isn't filthy, but it is. But it's not corny either. It's really great that way. And you've been doing Vegas for a long time. Do you like uh, you like Vegas? Is that fun for you, George? Well, Vegas is good. Now, as you notice, how everybody's trying to get to Las Vegas. It used to be everybody wanted to go on the road, but now everybody's here from Elton John to uh, to uh, you just name it. They're just they're, you know, Seinfeld's across the street and. Everybody's here. Carrot Top and folks, everybody's in Vegas. It's a great place to be. Vegas is coming back. It's hot. And it's just, it was not hot today. It's cold today, but uh, <laughs> it's all good, you know? Yeah. So I love doing stand-up. Oh, well, uh, yeah, you, you know, and it comes across the way. And that's one of the things you talk about in the book. You say it doesn't matter what you do for a living as long as you enjoy it. It makes life worth living. And what, what it's saying is honor your essence. Whatever you enjoy doing, make sure you honor your essence. If you... Show people, uh, let your light shine. If you if you like fixing cars, go out there and show people you can do it. If you know, you like being a radio a DJ, let people know you're having fun. Help them enjoy their lives. We all can help by giving back. No no doubt about it. And, and laughter is really what life's all about, having fun. And if you want to laugh, you got to get this book, Laugh It Off. I mean, you've got some funny stuff in there. Uh, <laughs> it's not just about your life, but it's also just kind of your... Uh, Thoughts on things, like, and I'd like to go through a few of them. Uh, for example, you have a pretty good thing about postal workers. Tell us about postal workers. Well, the postal workers, you got to be nice to them. They were crazy. It's kind of like, especially this time of the year, you know, people have a, you go into the post office with your box to mail to your friends with the fragile written all over it. So, you know, they know they're protected. They've got a sign in, in the post office, and it says things like, uh, you know, it's a federal test of a government, government employee. So they'll take that rubber step out and beat the hell out of your box. <laughs> bam, 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 and you're looking at what are you doing? And then they'll point at the side because you can't do anything. You know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they just throw it in the back. You know what? <laughs> but it's, a, it's just it's just wonderful just making jokes about everything. And I apologize for the noise in the back, but I'm on my way to the dentist and, and you're on a cell phone and uh and I need some laughter right now. I'm going to the dentist. <laughs> oh, that's a tough <laughs> you know what one. I'll do? <laughs> that, yeah, that's a hard I'll one to go to. Give me some laughing gas. <laughs> well, you I'll can, have them give me some laughing gas at the dentist. I think that's a great idea. I think it is. Well, you can get them uh, and get, have them take some too. You can you can track 
try out some new material. <laughs> That'd be great. You can, you can see. Well, well, I do get my jokes from everywhere. That's what I say. Laughter is the greatest medicine. Well, it's free. And if you start laughing and overdose on laughter, you laugh for more than four hours. Call your doctor and give the doctor the same prescription. How about that? I think that's a good idea, and I think we'll have a you know much better life the more we laugh. No, nobody doesn't like laughing. I got to tell you, it's it's pretty good. Now you said one way to uh, one thing we haven't come. Well, one thing I thought about the book that was interesting is, is you talk about uh, why you should crash funerals. Why don't you explain what, what's the reason to crash a funeral? Well, no, I go to funerals because you got to laugh. I don't crash funerals, but I just stop by and, you know, it's time to laugh. It's all celebration. And you, you can cry all you want. That person's not going to come back. And I've already instructed people in my funeral to make sure you laugh, tell jokes, and, you know, and don't open the coffin either because I'm going to be naked. Okay? <laughs> so it's just good to have fun. That's what funerals about, celebrating someone's life. Yeah. And enjoying their life. And uh, it's just good. I was at Burning Match Funeral. We had fun. It's just. It's it's just nice to laugh. No matter what you do in life, you need to laugh. That's one thing we have in common: laughter. Yeah, that's right. And do you know? I've told people. I've discovered. I, I, I'd be thinking, you cannot laugh without uh, without the feeling better. Can you believe that? That's true. You cannot smile without feeling better. That makes it's sense. Amazing. So that's what the book is about. Laugh it off, and people need to go online and get this book. It'll make a great Christmas gift. And the more books you buy, the better things will. More great things will happen to you. If you buy like 30 books, oh my God, you won't believe what's going to come down in your future. <laughs> well, it's not, not a bad idea. Book, something good is going to happen to you, but, but not as much if you buy 30. No, I, th- I think you're right, because you can always give these to your friends, and it's a way to make somebody else happy, and you can uh, share these jokes with each other and uh, laugh some more. Uh, last question. That's uh, right. See, that's what I like about you. You got This is the last question? Yeah. <laughs> this is the last question. I'm sure this are you sure this is the last question? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, unfortunately, I don't have more time. We can talk for a while. I like, uh, and I'll just come down to see you again when we come down to Las Vegas. But uh, talk about stupid jars. I like this idea. You saying people shouldn't just have a swear jar; they should also have a stupid jar. Now, how does that help? When you do stupid stuff like you get angry and you hit the wall, just put some money in the jar and just give it to somebody that's smarter than you. You know, because you're stupid, you hit the wall. You walk along with a cast on your arm. Now, who won? You hit a concrete wall. What the hell is wrong with you? It's a stupid job. People just do, sometimes people just do stupid things back to back to back, continue to do stupid things. Stop doing that. Stop paying four fifty for a cup of coffee five days a week. You're losing $1,300 a year. How about that? Good advice. Good advice. Well, the book is Laugh It Off. It's worth the money. A great Christmas gift, a lot of fun. George, where can folks get Laugh It Off? You can get Laugh It Off. That's L-A-F-F, Laugh It Off. You can Google me, George Wallace, Laugh It Off, the book. It's available on Amazon.com. We're so blessed we're into our third printing already. LaughItOff.com. Go to GeorgeWallace.net. You get a personal autograph copy from me at GeorgeWallace.net. And when you come to Las Vegas, come over here. You have a choice. You can go see the blue man. You can come see the black man. Okay, how about that? <laughs> well, I've seen your act. It's a great one. People, I, I would encourage them whenever they go to Las Vegas for a great act to go see George Wallace. George, thanks so much for being with us today. Really appreciate it. Listen, you can do better than that. You know somebody coming to Las Vegas, you have my information now. Hook them up with two tickets to come see George Wallace. Not everybody, but a few people. You can do that, okay? You have my, you have my authority to do that, okay? That sounds good. I will. You have my approval to do that. <laughs> Thanks, Thank George. you so much. Something good is going to happen to you, whether you like it or not. When we return, he'll meet the great Las Vegas sports writer, Robert Mish, who tells the story of one of the greatest athletes in Vegas history, Ed O'Bannon. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manchie. 
From the famous to the fascinating, in a climate as fun, fast, and flashy as Las Vegas, this is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach that does so much more than just business. Logan, do you find that people come to you thinking about business and ended up leaving where it's really about their entire life? That's actually a great question because what I find is that people often come to me and ask, am I a business coach, am I a career coach, am I a life coach? And I say, I don't care what you call me because when you change any part of your life, so if we're talking about your career or your relationship, it's going to change everything. So when we make changes in one part, it touches every part of our life. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing? Sure. You can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you could also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. Waste management has earth-friendly plans that fit the biggest corporations and recycling programs to help smaller companies get started. We're there for you every night and on the job with you every day. When you put waste management to work, you get an environmental partner and big ideas for every size business. From everyday collection to environmental protection, think green, think waste management. To learn more, visit WM.com. Forgotten Heroes, the independent film that Hollywood refused to distribute. They were asked to risk their lives in order to save their enemy. The producers of Forgotten Heroes are donating 25% of all sales to the American Veterans Disabled for Life Memorial Fund. We need someone to go in there and bring them out. From first-time director Jack Marino, the home run for America's Vietnam veteran. They are Forgotten Heroes. Buy the DVD now at ForgottenHeroesTheMovie.com. That's ForgottenHeroesTheMovie.com. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case, <laughs> yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. It's our last errand today, Jimmy. Just need to pick up some light bulbs. There's so many. Did Grandma tell you which ones to buy? No, but check out the label on this package. It'll help us find the right bulbs. Does it really matter? Well, sure. The new light bulbs use a lot less energy, so we save money on our electric bill by using an energy-saving incandescent, CFL, or LED. How about this bulb? Well, let's see. We need to replace the 60-watt bulbs in our bedside lamps. That one is 800 lumens, so it should do the trick. I've never heard of lumens. Lumens tell us how bright the light is. The more lumens, the brighter the bulb. You know, Grandpa, you're a pretty bright guy. (laughs) 
Yeah, you're pretty smart yourself, Jimmy. Lumens, the new way to shop for light. Learn more at energysavers.gov. That's energysavers.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Energy. And now, more Vegas Never Sleeps. Here's Stephen Maggi once again. Las Vegas author Rob Mish joins us once again to talk about his favorite athlete among the many that he's spoken to over the years. It's all shared in his book, 11th Heaven. It's about a guy that pretty much everybody loves. I mean, he was a great star for UCLA. And me as a USC grad, as I told you before, I like the guy, Ed O'Bannon. What a wonderful guy and what a real hero beyond what he did even on the court. Yeah, for sure. If if you don't like Ed O'Bannon, then you've never heard him talk. You don't know him. You've never met him. You know nothing about him. If you meet him and shake his hand and he looks you directly in the eye, um, your whole view changes about him. He is just the most stand-up person um, I've ever met in my life, probably next to my dad. That's how high I regard him, yeah. Wow. Well, you know, he was guy. He was going to go to UNLV, which was a powerhouse, yeah. and sure. uh, you know, that's back. Was was Tark there, or was he gone by them? Tark was there. This was. Uh, let's see. They had won it in 1990. Uh, that would have been April 1990. In February 1990 is when Ed oh. took his official visit to Vegas, and uh, the story of his official visit is its own chapter because it's just, I mean, you talk about a kid, any kid in the country who at that time is, is watching UNLV's fast break, just dynamic style. Once you visit and see it with your own eyes, oh, my Lord. And he was taken, he was wined and dined at uh, uh, Siegfried and Roy show at the Mirage with a plush booth. Dr. J walks in, says hello. He's sitting with Larry Johnson and Stacy Ogman and, uh, I think he was doing flips all the way back home. I think it was just uh, a done deal at that point. Yeah. And so UNLV wins it in 90, and then um, obviously they blow out Duke, and then in 91, Duke gets its revenge in the national semifinal game. I've heard plenty of people who who kind of uh, daydream about, let's see, in that 91 national semifinal do you think Ed O'Bannon might have been worth three points? Because that's all UNLV would have needed to beat Duke. They were they finished, uh, uh, well, they lose to him by, I think, two points. Right. So people will say, yeah, we think Ed would have been worth three points. Well, yeah, I think Ed O'Bannon would have been worth three points in that game. But it just goes to show you that uh, what UNLV had going was a dynamo. I mean, that would have been the latter-day UCLA for sure. But then the NCAA stuck its nose in and uh, – it's very interesting and ironic, Steve, that uh, when you take that snapshot of time in 1990, what Ed wanted to do, he wanted to come here to UNLV, and then you see the NCA come in, whether they had the right to or not, and just ruin it all. Now, UNLV had its own people in its hierarchy who also dismantled the yeah. Golden Goose. But when you look back at that time and you see what the NCAA did, and then flash forward to today, and you see the stand that Ed O'Bannon has taken against the NCAA for the past eight years. Uh, it all makes sense, and it all kind of comes full circle. And to this day, he is so angered at how the NC2A, which is how uh, Tarkal has said it, and, and Ed says it the exact same way. It's not NCAA or NCAA. It's the NC2A. <laughs> um, what they did to, 
to UNLV no, is, uh, will, we, will not be will not be forgotten by Ed O'Bannon, and it's some of the impetus that he's had with this major lawsuit. Well, what's interesting is he ended up in UCLA, a place where, of course, when he was there, it was a little different. But back in the John Wooden days, you yeah. know, everybody calls St. John. He's a wonderful guy and all that. But there was yeah. stuff going on at that university that was every bit as, uh, you know, like there was in most big universities. But we used to yeah. see people driving around, you know, with Corvettes and stuff. And you go, how does a kid buy a Corvette? You know, buddy yeah. was a star of the team. Sure. Yeah, and you know, and and uh, and I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because I talked to Marcus Johnson about that about the whole uh, uh, era of um, oh, it was Sam. What was Sam's last name? Yeah, was, I know. The, uh, yeah, right there with the car thing. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. who you mean. Yeah, uh, uh, it's at the tip of my tongue. Anyway, forgive me. Uh, Sam was the big booster who who did some questionable things, and so I had a fantastic four hour. Meeting with uh, with Marcus Johnson at the corner of uh, La Tierra and La Cienega, right down there in the heart of L.A. It was um, on the day before Father's Day, and just had a. I'm from Milwaukee, and so in my life I have had really only two sports idols, Robin Yount and uh, Marcus Johnson. So wow. here okay. I was covering UCLA in the '90s, and Marcus for a few years was doing the play. The uh, uh, he was a the color analyst right. for radio. And we'd go out to dinner and everything. And I mean, I could never tell him that, boy, Marcus, you were you were always my idol. I never could say that, obviously. But to meet him and to know him and get to know him was was just a just a treat. So when I talk and write about Marcus Johnson in this UCLA book, it's called Eleventh Heaven. Um, it's 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 personally, it's some of the my most favorite writing that I've ever done in my life. But he's important to the book because he is the walking, talking link to the wooden era. You'll hear more from Rob Mish, author of 11th Heaven, in just a moment. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manchie. Check us out on Twitter and at twitter.com forward slash Vegas Never Sleeps. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You'd never suspect that you could find natural beauty as part of a working landfill. You can. Today, waste management landfills provide more than 17,000 acres of protected land for wildlife habitats. Working closely with communities and the Wildlife Habitat Council, we can ensure there will be protected space for native animal and plant life to thrive. From everyday collection to environmental protection. Think green. Think waste management. With all the talk of fake news today, it's getting harder to know who to trust. Thousands of websites, millions of opinions, even the mainstream media has gotten caught in dishonest reporting. Now, if you're looking for information you can trust, why don't you try westernfreepress.com. At Western Free Press, they let you know where they stand and you can judge for yourself. No fake news, no feigned objectivity, just straight news and strong opinion. That's westernfreepress.com. Hello? Lisa, it's Janet. What's wrong? Oh, it's just the bridesmaids' dresses for Lindsay's wedding. Oh, no. Tell me they're not fuchsia. Oh, they're not fuchsia. Then what? Oh, they're gaudy, aren't they? All ruffles and lace. <laughs> Great. We'll look like a chorus line. No, no, no. They're really quite simple. It's the material I'm most concerned about. Oh, I knew it. I specifically said no chiffon. I mean, it's so passe. I just don't it's think... It's not chiffon. Then what? They're made out of old, yellow pages. What? I didn't catch that. It sounded like you said they're made out of old, yellow pages. Yep. 
I'm afraid you heard right. It's got something to do with recycling and good karma on her wedding day. Oh, that's special. I'm not going to know whether a guy's checking me out or just looking for the number of a good mechanic. Funny. Very funny. There's a better way to recycle your outdated Dex phone books. Find out just how easy we've made it in your neighborhood. Call 1-877-2-GET-DEX or log on to DexNose.com. Dear Daddy, Dear Mom, I love you. I miss you. Every year, Snowball Express honors the children of fallen soldiers. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Orlando. Join me in proudly supporting Snowball Express, a nonprofit that creates opportunities to help heal the children of our fallen heroes. We can never repay the sacrifice our soldiers have made, but we can honor them by giving back to their children. Donate now at SnowballExpress.org. My son Casey was a bright, fearless 20-year-old with a boundless future ahead of him. But in the blink of an eye, he was gone. While out riding a skateboard, Casey fell. He was not wearing a helmet. Our whole family wishes he was. It could have saved his life. I'm Captain Kevin Raffelli of the San Mateo Police Department. Parents, encourage your kids to strap on a helmet every time they jump on a bike, scooter, or skateboard. Think of my son Casey and use your head. Put a helmet on. It could save your life. A message from the Consumer Product Safety Commission. I had a sore in my mouth that just wouldn't go away. And after a couple of weeks, I went to my doctor. A sore, lump, or thick patch in your mouth or throat could be a symptom of oral cancer. My doctor told me I was smart to come in. He said that oral cancer is more common in African-American men than in any other group in the U.S. It turns out I did have oral cancer. But it was caught early and my treatment was successful. I'm glad I got it checked. That probably saved my life. If you're an African-American man, you need to know about oral cancer. Visit a doctor or dentist if you see changes in your mouth that don't go away after two weeks. It's important to get an oral cancer exam because if you do have cancer, the earlier it's caught, the better. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, National Institutes of Health. Time for more Vegas Never Sleeps. Again, here's your host, Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Rob Mish, the fine Las Vegas sports author, talking about Ed O'Bannon, who challenged the NC2A regarding their abuse of collegiate athletes. People don't realize how difficult that is. I mean, it's kind of like going up against the mob or something. It, it, it's gutsy. It's big time, yeah. And uh, if I can just backtrack just a little bit, just, just to give you a little bit of uh, the drive and determination of Ed O'Bannon. He, he, uh, and to tell you something about Tart, too, uh, Ed was totally all in on UNLV, but Tark only wanted a verbal commitment. He did not want a written commitment because of the pending, the looming NCAA cloud. Tark told Ed, listen, just give me an oral. Because if you give me a written commitment, it'll be that much more difficult to let you out of that commitment. If you just give me an oral, if this stuff comes down and it's, and it's brutal, like it might be, then I can easily let you out of an oral commitment with one simple telephone call. So to that, you know, that just made Ed want to play for Tart right. even more. And, of course, the NCAA comes down and he's let out of his commitment and then he switches his commitment to UCLA. It is 
a week before practice starts in October 1990, and Ed is playing a pickup game at the Wooden Center. And and he comes down wrong, and he just obliterates his left knee. He just uh, just absolutely. I'm sorry. It's his, it's his uh, it's his right knee, and and he comes down wrong, and the the damage is just incredible, um, yeah. Steve. And Career's so, over, right? You know. You 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 know. At that, and at that time, it was you know Bernard King made a, had made a comeback, and he was kind of the poster child of you know what if this happens to you, don't give up because you can come back. But for all intents and purposes, at that time, with what we knew about surgical procedures and whatnot, it was all but a career ender. And so, for Ed to come back and battle back, and and I detail all of those physical struggles for him to come back. Uh, his senior season ended up being just uh, an embodiment of just so much will and desire and he willed and just he, it, it's tough to put in words but i used a lot of them in the book so <laughs> it, it, he definitely it, it, it marked uh him getting to one heck of a mountaintop but i explain all that to you because the most uh the most bizarre scene that i took from doing that book is i ended up in the home of his surgeon in may 2013 he lived uh in malibu and he he had told me in a previous interview that he had a tape of the surgery and it was just kind of he said it and then it was disregarded and then i came home to vegas transcribed my tapes and then i i came across that passage again and i kept playing it over in my head so i called him right away and i said uh dr shapiro i'm not doing my job unless i at least ask you if I can come back out there and watch this, the operation. Wow. And, and he goes, give me a day. I'll go in my garage tonight. I think I have it. I think I know where it is. I'll call you tomorrow. He called me the next day, and he goes, he came up with it. I found it. And it was on a VHS tape. So when I went back up there to Malibu, he had only one TV in his whole house. and was in his master bedroom that had a VHS connection to it. And so I sat at the foot of his bed and watched the five-hour operation in which he repaired Ed's knee. And the first 45 minutes are so gross. I don't like blood. And the first 45 minutes was just evacuating this just massive amount of blood that just kept coming. And then to see him with his, uh, I forget the name of the specific items, but he had his tools in there. and He's showing me the flap of the ACL, and oh, my God, it was the most grossest and fascinating thing I have ever seen in my life. And I watched it for five hours, and there would be moments where I would watch him watch it. And it was wild because his eyes were wide, and he was very pleased with with what he was watching himself do on the tape. It was incredible. Um, so he, the big thing about the operation was, and it's still controversial today, he had his ACL replaced with the Achilles tendon from a cadaver. Wow. And his ACL was, was that much obliterated to where there was no way it could be repaired. So the whole, the whole uh, primary focus of this operation was slipping this, this Achilles tendon to become his new ACL. And uh, to this day, Ed and his family have no regrets, but 
basically what that amounted to was when you see Ed O'Bannon in Seattle walk the ladder, walk up the ladder and take a snippet of the net, you have just watched him at the very peak of his athletic life. Yeah. Because from then on, it was all downhill. Uh, it was too much punishment on his knee. It was um, it was a very difficult operation. And let's just say maybe it wasn't exactly a specific perfect fit. And that, that led to issues. But at the time, they had very few other options. So. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great story. It's 11th Heaven. you got to read it. There's, and there's way more than we covered here. Rob's books are all great reads. In addition to 11th Heaven, Rob has written books about baseball star Bryce Harper and boxing's great coach Kenny Adams. You can get any of these books on Amazon. Just look up Rob Mish. He spells his last name M-I-E-C-H. In a few moments, your Vegas insider Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com joins us to discuss resort fees. What are they, and why are they so universal in Las Vegas? Just a reminder, this weekend we are debuting our new blog, RaiderHistorian.com, where we discuss Raider history and philosophy. Now, for folks in Las Vegas, it's a must to understand the team that's coming to the desert in just a few years. For Raider fans from Oakland, Los Angeles, or around the nation, it's a fun look back at a team with an incredible history. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manchie. Is there something you've always wanted to know about Las Vegas? Drop us a line at info at VegasNeverSleeps.com. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach. You know, a lot of people may think this is all a bunch of psychobabble and that kind of thing. But in reality, this is stuff that on the surface may seem like we're going to explore our background, but actually we're just getting really in touch with ourselves to see how we can be more successful. Is that what you try to do with people? It is. So I'm not so interested in what's happened in the past. What I'm looking for is where people are now, where they want to be, and coaching always takes place in the gap. So what are the things, where are the places where they're getting stopped that's in that gap? And then when we move through those, they end up having what they want, whatever their goal is for themselves. Okay, we're all excited about it now. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing? Sure, you can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you could also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. Dear Daddy, Dear Mom, I love you. I miss you. I'm proud to call you my father. Every year, Snowball Express honors the children of our fallen military, heroes who made the ultimate sacrifice for our nation. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Orlando. Did you know that more than 8,500 children have lost a parent in military service since 9-11? Our soldiers died fighting for our freedom, 
and their children, they continue to suffer the loss. Join me in proudly supporting Snowball Express, a nonprofit charity that creates opportunities to help heal the children of our fallen heroes. Their year-long efforts culminate in a special week of fun, friendship, and hope. We can never fully express the gratitude for the ultimate sacrifice our soldiers have made, but we can honor them by giving back to their children. Please, you join me? Donate now at snowballexpress.org. With all the talk of fake news today, it's getting harder to know who to trust. Thousands of websites, millions of opinions, even the mainstream media has gotten caught in dishonest reporting. Now, if you're looking for information you can trust, why don't you try westernfreepress.com. At Western Free Press, they let you know where they stand and you can judge for yourself. No fake news, no feigned objectivity, just straight news and strong opinion. That's westernfreepress.com. Hi, I'm Jet Williams. Even though I never knew my father, Hank Williams, his legacy taught me the meaning of lending a helping hand. That's why I support the Orphan Foundation of America. OFA is committed to providing education, mentoring, and a workplace readiness for thousands of teens aging out of the foster care system. With the help of OFA's support programs, these young people can go to college and trade school, graduate, and make the leap from foster care to success. To learn how you can help, visit Orphan.org. Back for more Vegas Never Sleeps. Once again, here's Stephen Maggi. Time now for your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. You can read Scott's blogs every day and hear his podcast on VitalVegas.com. There's something here in Las Vegas that virtually every hotel has. It's called a resort fee. And people get really annoyed by this because they say, well, I got my, my $39 room suddenly costs 59 or 69 because I'm paying a resort fee. What is this, and when did they decide to to do this? Yeah, the resort fees are uh, consistently listed as one of the most uh, annoying things about any destination anywhere that has resort fees because it's so prevalent now. Vegas, uh, in the Vegas conversation, it comes up a lot because it's perceived that it's a that you're getting dinged and and that it's a secret charge. Essentially, resort fees started because online. Uh, these third-party sites like uh, uh, Travelocity or Orbitz, these sites, right, Expedia, these uh, sites are sorting your destination by price. So you, to, to be competitive, you, really have, you need to have a low room rate. So it, to do that, though, you augment that price with a surcharge that you you present as being for weird things like Wi-Fi or here's your newspaper, here's access to the spa. It's a it is a nuisance fee. Everybody's doing it. My prediction every year is that they're going to legislate it away because it it gives people a kind of a bad taste in their mouth about their experience. Most people know about resort fees, but there's still that feeling of like, oh my gosh, I found a room for $48. And then when you're checking out, it's like, oh, and by the way, there's another $30 charge. In some cases in Las Vegas, the room price is actually surpassed by the resort fee, and that drives people crazy. So I think on a national level, I think legislators have looked at it as something that needs to be resolved. But at the moment... I always say, look, it's the price of your room. Whatever they're calling it, you could call it a tax, you could call it a surcharge, whatever it is, it's the price of your room. So 
I, I think people obsess over it because the perception is it's like, oh, they're sticking it to us. And they are. But when those when resort fees go away, those costs are just going to be put into the room rate. So it's not like you're going to pay less because there's no resort fee. You're going to pay the same amount. They're just going to call it something else. You can't opt out of them, right? Because people say, well, I don't want the free Wi-Fi or the, the the water in the room or whatever, but you're not allowed to, right? Yeah, it's not an optional charge. It is a full-on fee, and, you know, it, it can be pretty pricey. Some of the, And they seem to go up over and over because you can't – you can't kind of muck with your your price on these third-party websites but you can muck with your resort fee and so if you need a little revenue augmentation you go sorry our resort fee is another two dollars you know deal with it well that's it for this weekend this is steven maggi reminding you vegas never sleeps We'll see you next week for more excitement and energy from the desert. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. VitalVegas.com.